Welcome to The Habit Queen. I'm your host, Anya Perry, a work-life balance wellness coach, entrepreneur, and athlete. My goal is to help busy, driven women like you to feel incredible every day while they are pursuing their wildest dreams. If you're ready to take some powerful steps and build simple rock-solid habits, overcome stress, and multiply your physical and mental energy, you've come to the right place. Tune in each week and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need to use in order to create beautiful, healthy, and harmonious life you adore. I truly believe that you can have it all. Thank you so much for joining and let's begin. Hey, take a look around wherever you are right now in your office, at home, listening to this in the car. Is your environment healthy? That's a question I wonder about, but that's a million dollar question. Today we're going to be talking about minimizing exposure to toxins in your life. And yeah, if you have a toxic behavior neighbor, you may want to minimize your exposure to her or him. But we're going to talk about how you can minimize exposure to things that are impacting your health whether you know about them or potentially have no idea. Uh, why did I want to talk about it on the podcast? Why did I want to talk about it about when I talk about habit creation? You'll notice that the topics I bring on the podcast are usually deeply connected to the main mission of this show. My mission here is to improve your life, to help you create better habits, to help you create that healthy nourishing life so you feel incredible and whether it's toxic thoughts toxic relationships or toxic things in your life or food you know I'm a nutrition coach so I definitely talk about it a lot so today we're going to talk about something smaller some of it is invisible some of it is questionable and I will share with you because I was just thinking here's where I'm coming from I was thinking that back in 2016, when we moved to Georgia, I remember pulling things from under the sink and realizing, and I didn't have much money that time. I was just still in the beginning of my coming out of debt, getting over school and getting a job situation. I just started uh, the Primal Force, my first business, which is now is this current coaching company. And... I remember looking at the bleach and the detergent and going to a store and realizing that I have no idea what's good or what's not good for me. I was confident in food choices I was making. I was absolutely secure in the workouts I was doing because I was four years into my healthy living journey since 2012. And now I look back, today I just took a look around the house and I had something arrived in the mail that was also toxin-free spray for the house that got me excited because it's pumpkin spice. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of pumpkin spice, but I was excited about that smell in the house. And I looked around, I realized I don't have bleach. I actually have, I think I only have one thing that has toxins in it. And I'm not using it because the previous owners of the home just left it under the sink and I felt bad tossing it. I don't know why it's there. It's there. But anything, anything around me right now, the only thing I don't know about is paint. I just, I'm hoping for the best in this house. (laughs) And all the testing, everything else was done. What I want to talk about today about 
toxins on a personal care and household level because I'll probably need like a whole new episode. I'll send you resources if you want to think about the air toxicity, air purifying, mold. If you ever had a, an invisible sickness and if you never tested for mold, oh my gosh, I did that for in Georgia because our had, house had mold. And I started having side effects and that started impacting me. And construction, like paint, how the house was done, your tooth, if you have any tooth fillings. Um, years ago, they were not using such great ingredients in them to fill them. And of course, there is exposure to toxic waste, to all the stuff outside when we commute and drive and all of that. I don't want to overwhelm you with a lot of it, so I picked the topic of personal care and household products. How can you improve things without it costing you an arm and a leg? How can you minimize your exposure? And why would you? Like, if you're okay with all of your cosmetics being labeled vegan, but not knowing what's in them and actually is they're good or not for you, that's fine. You probably don't need to listen further. But if you are curious, I'll share things that were mind opening for me. So why? First of all, there are there are ingredients in many, many, many products, unless you carefully craft and create your choices that are hormone disruptors. So let's talk about endocrine disruptors first. And of course, there are a bunch of other chemicals I'm not gonna even mention because it's going down a rabbit hole. And I, again, I wanna keep it super simple for you, just insightful enough for you to consider making changes if you are of course, interested. So endocrine disruptors are the chemicals that can be found in food, water, and consumer products like your lotion and um, your cosmetics and whatever you're putting on and around your body and cleaning stuff for the house, the household cleaning products. They disrupt the hormone system, which can lead to a wide range of problems. And it's they're not regulated by FDA. That's the shocking part, right? Like we live in the, <laughs> in the environment where there are things that are not regulated. And there are many, many companies doing so-called greenwashing when they are putting labels and using marketing tools like specific color, specific label, specific brand um, recognition features that will make it so sounds so good to you because it's all natural that's the bullshit phrase in my world or vegan even though if you eat a vegan diet my respect to you I'm not a big proponent of it but people do it you can do it in a healthy way your choice i will never judge you i'll have my opinion though but if you are looking for those naturally looking things and want to shuffle your cosmetics around and change your game, I really, really suggest doing a little bit of research because I was actually flabbergasted when I found out how many things are not regulated, how many things are, like for example, talc talc powder, one of them that shocked me. I think there are 15,000 lawsuits against Johnson & Johnson that still uses it, but talc talc powder has um, residual asbestos in it. And to me, the story is near and dear because I lost a friend who spent a lot of time in the building that had paint with, mixed with asbestos in it. So let's 
go on a lighter note. So it should be, it should not be available to people, right? But you'd be surprised how many people things are still there in the stores. We buy them because my mom used that product and because I love it and it's functioning. Things like mineral oil, things like fragrances. And I'm gonna share a list with you just to start looking into the labels. So BPAs in the plastic bottles, like one of the things to avoid and minimize your exposure, unless you really, really know that this bottle is BPA free, it's been tested and all of that. Just like your food, you know that if you can't pronounce the ingredients put into your food and on the ingredient label, why would you bother eating it? I mean, yeah, it may taste good and it may make you feel good for a while and then feel, feel like crap. That's where I want to start. I often wonder, I talk about endocrine disruptors, how they impact your entire body. So they will disrupt how the hormones are operating in your system, right? So those synthetic chemicals will impact you. They will impact the certain hormones that you produce. If you notice, and again, I'm a, I was born in a different country, but it was shocking to me. The girls have boobs when they're eight or seven years old. It was shocking because I grew up in a more natural environment. We had other challenges and eating healthier food and it was not pumped with hormones and you name it, ingredients. We literally had ingredients. I don't think ingredient labels existed for a while in Russia. I was shocked that girls start their periods so early and that's only one piece of it. It can lead to so many respiratory cardiovascular problems. Disruption can lead to obesity. There are obesogenics now. There are disruptors that lead and cause uh, so many things in the environment. And I actually had a client who cleaned up literally everything in her life. And not only when we started diving into what she was putting on her skin, her largest organ, what she was putting and where her water went, where her food went, what was she using in the bathroom, what was she using on her baby. Then she started seeing like the weight started dropping off. She started just feeling more energy and your body will signal to you things like, oh, I don't like the smell, but you're going to keep pushing because that's my mom used Clorox. I'm going to use Clorox. I believe there are even studies that these disruptions can lead to certain types of cancer. Well, there are for sure studies for cancer, but there are neurological and even behavioral problems. Um, so especially vulnerable populations, if you are struggling with chronic illness, if you have kids, if you are pregnant, if you are going through health challenges, whether it's exposure to mold or anything else, like autoimmune diseases, there's becoming so much more common because the compound effects of our nutrition and everything else we put in our systems is... is just ravaging our bodies and depleting them completely. There are also um, pesticides and forever chemicals. They're called forever chemicals, known as PFASs. Um, there, there are tables online. I can link one of them is from, and I'll share the website that is so, so, so good and full of information. That's my go-to to go learn about those things. So the hormonal we're all hormonal. <laughs> Not only we're PMS when we're PMSing, we're hormonal creatures. Our stress is is a hormonal response. Response. Our sleep is all around surrounded and based on hormones. All of that. We don't think about it, right? Like we're just thinking, oh, I need to eat to keep my weight down, or I need to eat to get energy, or I need to move to feel good or look good. But we're not thinking how complex this is and how much of it where it's unseen. 
I want to introduce you to the chemicals. Yes, sounds really good, exciting. That may many of them can affect your hormonal system. And those are the ones I look for avoiding the most when I look at any product or when I do research, especially with house household goods. It's so hard because sometimes they're not listed. And I'll tell you a story how I once contacted a candle maker of a bigger brand because they posted the ingredients or they, the label said made with essential oils and other ingredients or something like that. I was like, huh, so is it essential oils or something else? But when I messaged them, they said it's fragrance oils. And when I asked him, would you share the ingredient with list with me? Not like I was going to replicate their thing. They said they can't, <laughs> they couldn't. So, and I was like, okay, I'm not buying your product. I'm sorry. You lost me right there. You're not transparent. Don't care. Don't need it. I'll make my own candles. I'll find a cleaner brand. So the ingredients to avoid of phthalates, parabens, perchlorate, heavy metals, PFASs, BPAs, and BPA alternatives. And they will mask themselves themselves as something innocent. The one that you'll see often, usually the end of the ingredient list, is fragrances. And everywhere, like air fresheners, perfumes, body spray, sunscreen, makeup, body wash. Like, why would you put fragrance in the makeup? Does it need to really, really smell good? Really, does your eyeshadow need to smell good? Obviously, things like people have been using for many, many years without thinking. Petroleum. Yeah, your petroleum jelly is full of crap. Why would you start putting the remnants of oil production? Is this is an oil industry derivative? Like it's not eco-friendly. It's not sustainable. It's not good. Phthalates are used in personal care a lot, and there are studies that show that some of them lead to ADHD, neurological disorders, to infertility, to obesity. There's so many challenges. And their hairspray has them usually nail polish. Um, parabens is similar. It's a preservative that used and they can mimic estrogen in your body and can cause hormonal disruption as well. So parabens are used in shampoos, even though many companies still now are using, hey, paraben-free shampoo, but look at their ingredient list. What else they're sneaking in? The big one that makes me so happy because many people made a switch is um, aluminum because there are so many great brands of aluminum free deodorants and lipstick and toothpaste uh, so that's great and there are teflon chemicals if you're still using teflon i highly highly encourage you to look into it and see how it affects you so those pfs's and pfas were i think they're fluorided chemicals that were kind of made better but some of them can lead to cancer kidney deterioration to uterine polyps and liver damage Um, nobody wants that stuff right so i'm sharing those not to scare you i'm sharing this to inform you and i'll share how i've made the switch so you know how it is and vitamin a which is retinoic acid also used in cosmetics and some of the products for ladies it has i think the biggest one with that one is pregnancy concerns and the one that you see a lot also is pg pegs uh, which is polyethylene glycols and polysorbates used in cosmetics cosmetics and makeup and sunscreens so these ones are not so good because they open up your pores and they kind of 
allow anything else from the product go into your skin. So triclosan is another one that I don't like, want to avoid. So at least a few, I named probably seven or eight or nine maybe. I can compile a list and share it with you as well and the podcast show notes. I say that I'll add more to show notes and I usually link something important that I forget <laughs> how much I wanted to share. So with all of that being said, this is information, right? How much of it is true and not true, it's going to be up to you how much of it you want to be true or not to want to be true because there are studies saying, there are actually not many studies saying this is not true. <laughs> I have, I'm yet to run into a study that says this is all bullshit, does not exist. Again, non-regulated industry. Can those things be impactful dramatically? Absolutely. Can those things build up over years? Of course. If you're more sensitive, prone to picking up EMFs like I shared in the last episode or or you have something in your body that you know is like breast implants. Okay, look into that. No offense, they look beautiful, but the breast um, implant illness is a thing as well. And I'm so glad that there is so much more awareness, so much more information. And the website I was going to share with you is called EWG. Environmental Working Group. So AWG, like bring in the recent research to you about all things healthier, cleaner products. And there are a couple of apps. I use Think Dirty and there is an app by AWG as well you can use that will list a ton of ingredients, products that you can start researching out of curiosity when you go to a store scan the product the apps have a scanner in them and see what is toxic what is this rating they usually rate them on base based on the ingredients and how many potentially harmful ingredients they their impact on you and i tend to pick most of my products in a green zone which is i believe from zero to four um if there is something you love so much, this is the rule I have for myself. If I love this eye pencil so much, but it has like yellowish, not red, I will never pick anything with red anymore. But red rating, meaning or orange rating, orange meaning or yellow, meaning that it has some potential ingredients. I ask myself a question. Does it go all over my body? Does it go in my system like all the way? If I haven't thin eyeliner line on my face twice a week will that impact my health no but if i use bleach that is toxic um yes it's gonna go on my skin it's gonna go on my sheets i'd rather replace my white towels once a year than bleach them things like things i've done at the beginning when i didn't have a lot to invest into cleaner products because some of them are more expensive i made my own i made my own cleaners i bought an essential oil i bought vinegar and a baking soda you can do so much with those three you don't have to go all crunchy you can actually just do your research and what i did over the course of five years i replaced one thing at the time literally one thing at the time i picked better toothpaste i started with deodorant then i made my own body lotion just got a big thing of she butter whatever it's called cacao butter she butter and started there and then I added more and I added more replaced all of my makeup replaced all of my cosmetics replaced my husband's product which I faced the most resistance there <laughs> because he was not a fan of some things were not performing too well 
but over the course of five years, they're high performers on the market with anything and everything, whether it's your soap, you're washing your dishes with and eat off them, again, go straight to your digestive, digestive, digestive system, or your sheets, or, you know, products that you buy from a big retailer. If you were, one of the things I clearly remember when I walked into the Old Navy once, I used to love the store, but there were a few years when I didn't, I replaced all of my things. I don't use perfume anymore. And if I use something, it's going to be natural based. There are a couple of brands that are great. And I remember walking into the Old Navy and joking because whatever they used on shoes or clothes, paint or whatever that was, I had a migraine for like three days and I was choking there. I couldn't stay in the store. So when you don't expose yourself to something, you can feel the toxicity of it when you expose yourself back to it. What else did I do? So I replaced one by one. I made my own stuff. I definitely did a lot of research and I still do. It can be annoying because you go down the rabbit hole of either studies or just blog posts. But if you're reading just blog posts or compilations of do this, don't do this, this is what it is. I encourage you to just go a little deeper to understand what's happening. Do I miss any of the products? That's a question some, someone asked me the other day. Do I miss anything that I'm not using anymore that I used to? No, literally no. <laughs> I can have the most beautiful mascara I love and whatever stuff I use in the house. I love how everything smells and performs and does the job. And yeah, um, occasionally I have a desire to bleach something, but I just go with it and call it off white. That's what I wanted to share today. I believe that we are often looking at things that are visible in the mirror. Like how does, do my jeans fit? How much do I weigh? Um, what's my stress level, right? Like, am I happy in those markers? Like what, where does it show? But there are also invisible things that are potentially harmful. Some of them may not be, we don't know. We'll know after many, many years, but do you want to take the risk? <laughs> this is the question I'm asking myself all the time. That's it for today. I will be on vacation next week. I'm going to take a solo trip with my best bud Atlas. And I can't wait to share with you some experiences from it. I have a feeling I'm going to be recording because I don't have anything in the pipeline. I have some awesome interviews lined up. But I will be sharing some raw thoughts from the road trip. That's it, my friend. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at hi at anyaperry.com. Hit me up on Instagram, on TikTok. I'm there for you. And I hope you're having a beautiful week.